0: To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I'll be answering the question, what are my thoughts on magnesium supplementation and those with thyroid conditions? So many people understand the importance of magnesium, and a lot of people supplement with this important mineral, but should everyone with a thyroid and autoimmune thyroid condition supplement with magnesium? I'm actually going to refer to an article I wrote a number of years ago, specifically in November of 2016. I'll make sure to include a link from this article in the show notes. And this is from my Natural Endocrine Solutions website, and it's on magnesium and thyroid health. And obviously, all of the minerals in the body are important. But magnesium is one of the ones that are more commonly supplemented by people. It's involved in so many different enzymatic reactions. And as far as like the different functions, the more important roles of magnesium, again, this is from the article, you know, ATP metabolism, DNA and RNA synthesis, protein synthesis, muscle contraction, blood pressure regulation. Insulin metabolism and blood glucose control, vasomotor tone, nerve transmission, neuromuscular conduction, many other functions. These are just the ones that are listed in this article. So again, a deficiency in magnesium can cause a lot of different problems. And then I also did some research on how magnesium related to thyroid health. And according to the research I did back then, those with hyperthyroidism and Graves disease are more likely to be deficient in magnesium. Again, doesn't mean that those with hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's can't have or won't have a magnesium deficiency, but the research did show that magnesium is lower in hyperthyroidism. And then it also showed that treatment with antithyroid medication, such as methimazole, help to increase magnesium levels. Now, again, this doesn't mean that everybody with hyperthyroidism should supplement with magnesium, but just wanted to demonstrate the research. Then as far as What conditions are commonly associated with a magnesium deficiency? I listed some of them, including depression, sometimes migraines. It plays a role in cardiovascular health. So if someone has cardiovascular issues, it could be related to magnesium. Obviously, it could be related to a lot of other things as well. Diabetes and prediabetes. Again, there could be other deficiencies as as well. Cancer, there's some research behind it. So again, a magnesium deficiency can lead to a lot of health issues. Also, if someone's having lack of sleep, if someone's having insomnia, now, if you're having hyperthyroidism, again, the hyperthyroidism, the elevated thyroid hormone levels can lead to insomnia, but so can a magnesium deficiency. That's a situation when you might want to consider taking some magnesium before going to bed. If someone has muscle cramps, again, that could also be a sign of a magnesium deficiency, And as far as signs of magnesium deficiency, so I list some of the early signs, which include loss of appetite, lethargy, nausea, vomiting, fatigue, weakness. And then if it's more moderate to severe, then it could result in tremors or I mentioned muscle cramps, tetany, generalized seizures, sometimes even cardiac arrhythmias. Again, this is obviously in severe cases here. Constipation. I didn't mention that also, you know, someone has constipation, it might not be due to magnesium, but that's another case where you might want to consider supplementing with magnesium. And then food sources. So the question was, should everyone supplement with magnesium? But how about getting magnesium from the food that you eat? And green leafy vegetables are an excellent source of magnesium. Nuts, seeds, and legumes are also good sources. Although, as I mentioned here, if someone's following an autoimmune protocol, an AIP diet, then they shouldn't be eating nuts, seeds, and legumes. If someone's following a regular paleo diet, then nuts and seeds are allowed. Legumes are still not allowed. So definitely want to make sure you're getting enough magnesium from the diet. Then when it comes to supplements, if you do choose to supplement with magnesium, what supplement should you take? So I do list some of the different supplements here. And, you know, definitely not a big fan of magnesium oxide that I listed here it has low bioavailability when compared to other forms of magnesium. And then there's magnesium citrate, which this is magnesium with citric acid. And again, if someone has constipation, I do think this could be a good choice. And research studies show that it could also be beneficial when it comes to other health conditions associated with magnesium deficiency. But typically, if I recommend it, it's going to be more for constipation. Also, if someone has high oxalates, then taking both magnesium and calcium citrate can be something to consider. It really depends on how high the oxalates are. I do like magnesium glycinate, which I mentioned here, a chelated form of magnesium that has a high level of absorption and bioavailability. Magnesium malate is another one that I like here, and magnesium torate and magnesium orotate. I didn't mention here magnesium threonate, which Some studies show that that's the only form of magnesium that crosses the blood brain barrier. So if someone's having certain cognitive defects that's related to magnesium deficiency, they might wanna consider magnesium three and eight. And then as far as checking magnesium status to see if you have a magnesium deficiency, a lot of doctors, if they do test for magnesium, which actually most medical doctors won't, but if they do, they'll usually just do a serum magnesium, but it's not completely reliable. So if someone's going to do a blood test for magnesium, usually I recommend RBC magnesium, which is a better indicator of magnesium status. So again, getting back to the question, should everyone with a thyroid or autoimmune thyroid condition take magnesium in supplement form? I wouldn't say everyone needs to take magnesium. Again, it's it's one of those things though that in most cases is not going to hurt. I mean, arguably in all cases, not going to hurt. Usually if someone takes too much magnesium, it'll cause loose stools. So it's usually not something like selenium or other minerals like iron. If someone takes too much selenium or iron, it can cause a lot of oxidative stress. Magnesium usually isn't going to be harmful. If you take magnesium, you you don't need it. Usually you just get some loose stools so we can make that argument that maybe everyone should take magnesium, Just be, and if they don't experience loose stools, maybe you do need it. Also, if you do an RBC magnesium, I would look for that level to be at least 5, and some sources say at least 5.5. So if you do an RBC magnesium and it's less than 5, another indication where you might want to supplement with magnesium. And so it really does depend on the situation. I do think recommend magnesium frequently to patients. And again, not just those with hyperthyroidism, but those with hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's as well. But it really does depend on the situation. But like I said, it is one of those supplements where it's low risk compared to some others. So ultimately, it's up to you. And obviously, I always recommend to work with someone. But in the case of magnesium supplementation, if someone you know experimented with magnesium supplements, Usually it's not going to cause a problem, but, you know, as a disclaimer, I always have to say, work with a healthcare practitioner just to play it safe. And so that is my response to the question. What are my thoughts on magnesium supplementation of those with thyroid conditions? Again, I think in many cases it can be helpful. Don't necessarily agree that everybody needs to take magnesium with a thyroid and autoimmune thyroid condition. But like I said, for the most part, it's usually not going to cause harm like, supplementing with iron or selenium if someone doesn't need selenium or iron or sometimes other minerals can cause problems magnesium usually won't cause an issue so hope you found this episode to be super valuable and i look forward to catching you in the next episode thank you for listening to the save my thyroid podcast if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver, and it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune-modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatoimmune Supreme, visit savemythyroidcom forward slash liver support.